How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. All right, welcome back. Sports Junkies, final hour. Scott Jackson with you here on 106.7 The Fan here on Labor Day. Hope you're enjoying a day off. A little barbecuing, grilling. It's really grilling. Nobody really barbecues. People say they barbecue. It's actually, you're just grilling. Putting meat on a grill. Um, nah, maybe our barbecue. Maybe you're doing one of those slow process barbecue deals. If you are, more power to you. I just like eating it. I don't like making it. All right. Joining us right now from the Athletic DC, Washington football team beat reporter, has a uh, story up today about uh, how things have changed with this team's front office and the perception around the league. Ben Standing joins us here on 106.7 The Fan. Good morning, Ben. How you doing? Uh, Scott, I am well, man. Thanks, as always, for uh, for having me on. All right. Well, I just zipped through your story uh, that you post. Is it posted from today or yesterday on the Athletic DC about the uh, the new feelings about the Washington football team front office? Yeah, I don't know if you uh, if you knew this, but previously in the in the administration before uh, Ron Rivera, things were not always going smoothly here. Um, <laughs> really? And yeah, yeah, it's a true story. Um, that's both from like a functionality standpoint just you know or the coaching staff in the front office on the same page you know obviously you know who, who's weighing in who's making the decisions you know what's the logic simply behind doing what they do but then there was also the op- just basic operational standpoint and the perception right. from the outside meaning agents those who deal with this team all the time or others as to what was happening here and you know is this this is different than saying this group under Ron Rivera is all of a sudden going to, you know, be so impressive that they're going to, you know, bring back multiple Lombardi trophies. It's to say that with Rivera, Martin Mayhew, Marty Herney, and Rob Rogers, that you know, functional functionality, you know, normalcy has returned to Washington in ways that has outsiders thinking more positively of of this team. That includes agents who have who have to help their players determine whether they want to come here. And I think these are the types of things that you know, again, won't translate automatically to what's going to happen Sunday against the Chargers, but the type of thing that was necessary for this thing to have any hope of turning around. Yeah, good stuff. Um, I will um, I'll ask you about this, too. The 
the, the one of the agents com- comments about how you know it's changed, you know, and it wasn't that way before. I mean, obviously, I mean, without saying it, are they talking about Bruce Allen more? Or are they talking more about ownership? Um, well, so I, I, you know, I do note that you know, for, for the credit that Ron Rivera gets for. You know, I mean, look, it's early, right? It's only going to his second season, but it's now two sure. off seasons of this. So, to whatever degree you, one wants to give him credit for change, part of it is it's sort of an interesting timing relative to all the other people who have been coached who have been coaches under Dan Snyder because of Dan Snyder's pullback. Now, we have seen in the past where Dan Snyder seems to be in the in, in the in the background only to re reemerge, and I don't think anybody believes that that's impossible of happening again but it does seem like you know from the moment he made this decision to bring have his coach centric set up with Rivera that he is more in the background and then it's only got nothing more so um oh you know ever since last summer when you know what the, the organization was under uh, under uh, major scrutiny for the various you know for the harassment stories or the reports of her, her harassment the name change the, the fights with owners his, his minority owners etc that has allowed Rivera to I think, operate in ways that others haven't been able to, and he has, to this point, seemed like taking advantage of it. This offseason obviously brings in Mayhew and Herney to help bolster the football side of the operation. And, um, you know, so, yeah, I don't think anybody's saying Dan Snyder is, is away, but it's more about, you know, the, the difference between this current group and then the Bruce Allen-led one for sure. All right, uh, we're talking with uh, Ben Standing from the Athletic DC here on Sports Junkies and 106.7 The Fan. Scott Jackson here with you. I wanted to, um, you know, get your temperature on what you think we're going to see this week from Curtis Samuel, if anything. I mean, are, are we going to see this guy in the field? Um, and how, like, what day do you think it's the drop dead date? Like today, maybe not so much, but like, if you don't see him by Wednesday, do you think there's no chance? Yeah, I mean, I would say on some level, if he's not out there today, you know, close to in full, I, I mean, to me, that would yeah. bring in a major question. Rivera has already said it's kind of an all-or-nothing thing. He's either all-in to be able to do whatever they want or he won't play. Mm-hmm. This week is a weird week coming off the holiday weekend. They're practicing today. Normally, they wouldn't practice on a Monday, of course, because they would have played Sunday. Then there's a right. day off tomorrow, practice Wednesday, Thursday, and then Friday is a recovery day. So, you know, it's not like there's – I mean, obviously we know there's not a lot of time. The game is Sunday, but right, you know, there's right. only so many days of, of actual practice. So if he's not out there today going with, you know, somewhere close to full speed, then I don't – to me would, would have to question whether he's going to play on Sunday. Yeah, it, it is – it's an interesting one because uh, – and I, I do like the approach. Like, I, I'm with him. I mean, why have a guy in a pitch count or he can only do so many plays? And I, I don't know if you feel this way, but I almost feel like they kept this the extra wide receiver, if you want to call it that, seven wide receivers because of the uncertainty here. Wait, say that part again, Scott. I lost you for a second. Yeah, I said I, I kind of feel like they kept seven receivers because of the uncertainty with his health. Am I wrong on that or oh. did they just like seven guys that much? Well, it's so interesting because, like, I'm not a big fan of keeping seven receivers. Balked yeah. at that when I did my various pr- projections. But when we got towards the end, you know, because of the situation with the with the punt returner effectively being a receiver, I had them keeping seven with Gandy Golden as the final, you know, quote-unquote receiver, and then, he, you know, DeAndre Carter as the punt returner. They went with Carter and Milne, who, both guys who can play the position, and obviously with Milne, a rookie, there's a different type of potential there. But it is kind of a – Odd to have them both. I, I don't think you're wrong per se, but at the same point, 
you know, kind of feels like they like Carter for the punt returns and Milne, while he can do that, is somebody that they're going to look at from the long-term perspective. Adam Humphreys is on a one-year contract. You know, maybe there's a world where Milne is the slot receiver in 2022. So I think it's a nice combination. They had depth, they like the players, and it gives them uh, some possibilities if Samuel is ready. Uh, we're talking to uh, Ben Standings, the Athletic DC here on uh, 106.7 The Fan. All right, here's the other uh, one I have for you on defense. Do we see Jamin Davis when, when the when the game starts on Sunday as the starting middle linebacker, or was that all for you know learning the position during the preseason? Yeah, no, it's a great it's a great question. Um, I mean, you know, when they're in the four three base, I mean, I I guess I don't have any reason to think he won't be. In that spot, I think the question, of course, is how much are they going to play that? You know, they, they, they were in a sub-package, you know, the majority of the plays last year, and that meant Cole Holcomb, John Bostic, almost every play. Obviously, I think the, the point of drafting Davis is to get to have him eventually become one of the three-down linebackers. I, I don't think we're there yet, so I think in that scenario, I'm not expecting him on the field. I mean, Cole Holcomb is the guy that's going to be out there every play, and then with Bostic, I think it's just a matter of, you know, how often do they feel that they want to have two linebackers on the field? Do they want to switch it up with, you know, six defensive backs? They've been using some of this five defensive linemen look um, a, a bit more in, in camp. It's not something you can do, obviously, on every down. You really can't do that, like, on a passing situation. But, um, you know, there, there may be ways to offset uh, what, what I would say is still the weakness of the defense at linebacker until Jamin Davis is, is ready. This is not a knock on his long-term potential. He's still a lot of reasons to be intrigued for sure. But right now, you know, he, he, he's not, it doesn't look like he's, you know, quite ready to, um, you know, to sort of to beat the run downhill, as they say, and, and, uh, and fly around without, you know, kind of uh, overthinking too much. We're here with Ben Stanley, of the Athletic DC, um, talking Washington football team as they get ready for the Chargers this week uh, here on 106.7. The fans, Scott Jackson, in for the uh, Sports Junkies this morning. All right, uh, let me ask you this. All right, so like everybody does, like their big storylines for the season, everybody seems to always list Ryan Fitzpatrick first and how that whole thing's going to work. So we'll, we'll just go ahead and skip that one. What what is the what is the one the, the the big story for you outside of the obvious? How does Fitzpatrick play and can he play the full seventeen weeks? Well, I mean, I guess the big story is um, to what degree is it, how good is this defense? Um, you know, obviously mm-hmm. very intriguing. I mean, duh, right? Yeah, I do right, feel right. Like the, the, I do feel like though, from like a national perspective, that look, this is how this nat- this is how national analysts work. I'm not saying they don't study tape and study film and talk to people mm-hmm. and so on, but it's not realistic that you're going to be completely in depth on all 32 teams. And the shorthand is look at some statistics and see what that tells you. Well, the statistics from last year show a dominant defense. Uh, because, but that's in part, for those of us who are watching it every week, because they had they played so many teams with backup quarterbacks, and that really skewed the numbers. I didn't always – I mean, when they played the, the Ben DiNucci's of the world and, and you know Nate Sudfeld and whatever, it looked they looked like a dominant defense. But I didn't always feel that way week in, week out. And we saw Tampa Bay in the right. playoff you know, get over 500 yards against them. So there is a difference between – this is a really good defense. Maybe it's the best group they've had in, in some time versus, hey, this is an absolute game changer the way some people are, are talking about them. We mentioned the, the, the Jamin Davis part. You know, William Jackson is making the uh, uh, adjustment from playing in more uh, man schemes to uh, m- perhaps more zone schemes here under under Jack Del Rio. Landon Collins has looked pretty spry in training camp. Let's see how that 
plays out as the games uh, start to uh, start to pile up. And then, of course, the potential. This is the interesting thing about this team overall is why it's, why they're intriguing to me is the potential because so many of their best players are the young guys. I don't know what Chase yeah. Young's ceiling is or Montez Sweat's ceiling or Jaron Payne, et cetera. And therefore, if they can individually or as a group take another step, then maybe – you know, there is reason to see that this team could be a, a truly dominant defense. So that's the good side. So I guess that's ultimately, you know, it's sort of a very broad question or a very broad point. But just how good is this defense? Because we still have questions about the offense, for sure. If they're going to be an actual contender in the NFC this year, then the defense is probably going to have to reach that level that people think they're they're already at. Yeah, and you know, we like you said they you know they they had games where they didn't play that great against some of the better quarterbacks, and and obviously, you know, you could run on this team too. I mean, we saw that as well. I mean, that was one of the things the Buccaneers you know exploited in that in that uh, playoff game too. They were able to they were able to jam the the football down this team's throat on the ground. Yeah, for sure, and I think that's one of the reasons why you know you look to. Upgrade at linebacker, it's not enough necessarily for the defensive line to win their battles. Um, but, you know, how do you make a play behind them? But, yeah, I mean, look, I think, like, you know, we talk so much, obviously, about Chase Young and Montez Sweat. Um, it's interesting. Like, I had Greg Cosell on my uh, podcast the other day, and I asked him, like, who's a player on this team? Because, obviously, he's a film guy. Who's yeah. a player on this team that you just like watching tape? And he talked about Deron Payne and how much mm-hmm. – um, you know how how gifted he is, how talented he is, um, and, and what he can do for this team in the middle. And obviously, I think we 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 all can see that. But you know, what's the next step for Deron Payne? I'm I, I, Pro Bowl is a is a silly measure, but like you know, yeah. it, can can he make enough plays to be viewed as truly one of the elite players at his spot? Um, it, it's something of a contract year for him. So that there is that there is that little intrigue there. But um, yeah, I mean, it, 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 if you have the pass rushers on the edge, and then Deron Payne. Turns in, you know, goes up another level to become a real true monster inside. Then, yeah, it's going to be you know really hard for for opposing offenses to, to make hay against. Yeah, I like that idea. Now, who do, who do you think going back to kind of on the offensive side? I think we're at Ben Stanley, the Athletic DC. You know, Ron Rivera threw out a bunch of names as he tends to do. He doesn't really like to give a specific answer, and you know that's fine. Um, but if if there is no if there is no Curtis Samuel, who who immediately gets the bigger role in this offense in your mind? Yeah, that's a good question, right? If Samuel's not playing this week, who's the who's the op, uh, the receiver opposite McLaurin? Basically, um, you know, if we assume that Adam Humphreys will be sort of the, the slot receiver and three receiver sets, then I mean, I guess Cam Sims at the start because he was the guy that was the starter opposite mm-hmm. last year, and he in practice he tended he tended to be that guy without Samuel in there. I, I, I think though that ultimately, you know, let, let's just say I'm not reporting this or saying this or even hinting that this is going to be the case. But if Samuel were a missed time, I, I think De'Ami Brown has the best potential as like sort of an all-around receiver for, for this team. Um, mm-hmm. if, you know, I mean, beyond McLaurin, yeah. um, you know, he, he's got the speed to get you to get down the field. He's got the route running to get himself open. I think he's got some just that basic savvy that you want out of that position. He's obviously a rookie, so it'll take a second. But, you know, because it's right now and it's the start of the season, I would say Cam Sims is probably the the second guy on the outside. But I think, you know, if this was, say, later in the season, I think it's possible that it could be De'Ami Brown once he's gotten his feet wet because I am really intrigued by, by what he can do this year. Yeah, I am too. And here's here's another one kind of 
you know, you talk about as the season goes on, how things change. And I just wonder for, again, for Sunday, you know, I'll be, I'll be curious about the actives and inactives, uh, you know, so we finally get kind of a feel for where they kind of have these guys in their pecking order. Cause you can only read so much into the, how they put the depth charts out, but will they, you know, will there be a role beyond special teams for a guy like Jarrett Patterson, uh, from the jump this year? Um, do you get any sense on that? I mean, is he, is he, well, I mean, I guess, I guess I should ask you too, is he going to be, I mean, I'm assuming they're going to have three running backs active. So I would, I would say he's active, but you know, does he have a role beyond just, you know, maybe kick, kickoff returns and, you know, punt coverage and that kind of stuff? Yeah, I, I would, I would think no. I mean, look, if he's, if he's impressive, you know, if they decide he can't keep him off the field then okay, but you know, we, we've. I get a look, Scott. I'm, I don't know if you're aware of this or not. I like to think focus on things like who's going to make the roster in the 53 player right. projection. And I've, I've been accused of getting like overly worked up over the who's going to be the 52nd and 53rd player right. and who's going to get right. cut. And of course, to those people, I can just you know give them the stink eye and say you know, you know, bite me. But to the <laughs> point of to that point, it does feel like with the Jared Patterson thing that like because we've talked so much about him that we've overlooked like J.D. McKissick, who obviously was incredibly productive for this group last year. Now, maybe his numbers will, will drop off for a variety of reasons. They have more receivers. You have a quarterback in Fitzpatrick who's going to look to throw the ball more up the field than, uh, than Alex Smith did uh, at, you know, towards the end of the last year when McKissick was racking mm-hmm. up the stats. But, um, I, you know, I, 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 I mean, Antonio Gibson's workload should increase. McKissick is there. I think Samuel, once he's on the field, eventually gets some snaps out of the backfield. So I, I don't know what if I see how much Jared Patterson contributing on offense. He'll obviously be able to help in other ways. But if Gibson were to miss time or they just want a, yeah. a different element, like I think, I think Patterson, the one thing is he may be able to give you more of a inside running threat than McKissick. I'm not saying really, but like, you know, he, he, no, he's, you're right. built and he's more of a natural running back, whereas McKissick is a receiver turned running back yeah. that maybe he gives them a different element if they, when they want it. But, you know, I, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't like put him on my fantasy team, let's just say at this point. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I hear you. I'm not putting him in the starting lineup for sure. No, all right, well, and that wasn't a fantasy question, by the way. It's just a curiosity if you get a feel. I mean, again, sure. uh, all the real stuff that has that is, uh, is been happening in practice started last week when they kicked you guys out uh, <laughs> of the practice field. I mean, when you can watch them stretch and do team drills, and the real stuff gets going, and they're like, all right, see you guys later. Uh, catch you on the in the press conference. <laughs> Um, I don't know if you've done this yet or you're going to reveal it this week on the Athletic DC. We can tease it if you are. Um, season prediction, or when, when are you rolling that out, and what, what's your thoughts? If you want to go ahead and give it up now, or do we have to wait until, and see when it's in print? <laughs> yeah, um, we've, had this, we've had internal discussions about doing some sort of a season prediction. Uh, okay. Sources tell the Athletic. Um, <laughs> there will be, there will be some, there will be something, um, don't know. I, I, I don't know if we've assessed it. I like personally coming up with like silly random questions beyond yeah. just like what's their record going to be, Underrated, um, but we'll see, how, we'll, we'll see how that goes. Um, but yeah, no, I'm, I'm in, I mean, it's, it, after all this time of, you know, thinking and overthinking about this team, I think to, for the season projection, they, it's kind of a good opportunity to pull back and, and, and try to see that, you know, the forest through the trees about, Hey, what do you actually think? Not just. Just yeah. focus on these micro battles or, or what happened today. Like pull it back, big picture. What do you think? And um, you know, it's a good. I think it's a good a good practice. Even if even if the result could be you know sort of cringeworthy later. If your predictions are awful. Well, listen. Um, everybody has to do these predictions now. Nobody saw the cannibal, so it's okay. I mean, think of all these. You think all these gambling experts are actually getting these picks right? I mean, come on. Let's be real. <laughs> 
<laughs> is there a is there like a quality control for that? Do you have to get a license? I mean, come on. I mean, everybody, I mean, you know, you got a phone, you got a platform, you can give out gambling advice. So, I mean, don't don't feel bad if you get it wrong. It doesn't matter. Nobody's. Well, I don't know. Maybe somebody would come after you. You know, people are crazy. So, you know, it's the world we live in. But I, I'm not going to hold you to it, Ben. Uh, appreciate it, uh, Ben Standing on the Twitter. Uh, give him a follow there. And uh, read them on the athletic, and uh, we'll talk soon. Ben, enjoy enjoy practice today. What little bit you get to see? <laughs> I, I appreciate it as always, Scott. Looking forward to see you next. Uh, talk soon. All right, take care. Ben Stanek with us here on uh, Sports Junkies here on one hundred six seven. The fan, Scott Jackson, and today, yeah. Look, I mean, here here's the, I mean, again, we were talking about these all these great things you have now. Like, how do people watch games before and enjoy sports? Uh, prior to having all these all these metrics and all this other stuff out there all the time and these probabilities and all this crap um, and your FIP and all this fun stuff. I mean, you know, they did somehow. I mean, they did actually just watch the game for the sake of watching the game. Um, and they liked it. But, yeah, I mean, look, I mean, there's so many things that happen in the NFL season that you cannot account for, especially now you had the extra week in there of a meaningful game. You know, like again, last year it was a battle of attrition. This team did not look like a playoff team for the first two months of the season. I'm not sure they did, you know, for a lot of people, even, you know, as they were making the run in December. But, you know, the division, it broke that way and, and it happened uh, for them. You know, you still would say if you just based it on roster and talent and all that stuff, you would still give the Cowboys probably a slight edge because they have the most firepower. But we've seen this story before uh, down there for whatever reason, uh, you know, expectations uh and uh you know talent that always match up to 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 the reality for them and wins and losses you know, but i think if prescott's healthy and here's the other thing and prescott you know very well could be healthy the shoulder could be fine all that i, I still think he's gonna is he gonna be the run threat he was in the past which made part of him what he was i mean part of what made him as effective as he was and as dangerous as he was the ability to run or not necessarily run but just extend the play and after coming back from that horrific injury, will he still be that guy? I mean, I think that remains to be seen. He hasn't been hit yet. I mean, he's not been hit yet. I mean, I'm, that's what I'm looking for early in that game Thursday for them against the Buccaneers. Like, how does he handle the first time he's hit? And does he feel comfortable in there? Does he look comfortable? Or does he fold up when the pressure comes in? A lot of people are going to be looking to test that. All right, 800 You want to weigh in on the Washington football team, anything off of what Ben was talking about? Uh, it is finally week one of the NFL season. Uh, we've got some other things we'll hit on the other side in regards to uh, the Washington football team moving towards this season and uh, some of the questions they have. We're here with you till 10 o'clock. Scott Jackson in for the Sports Junkies on 106.7 The Fan. Discover what winning feels like at BetMGM. It's the best time to sign up for the King of Sportsbooks because they're giving new customers a shot at an easy 100 bucks. Register using the code JUNKIES100 and win $100 in free bets when you place a $1 Moneyline wager on any college football game and either team scores a touchdown. No matter what your gridiron game is, BetMGM is always ready for action. Enjoy innovative parlay selection builders, daily promotions, boosted odds specials, and more. Download the app or go to BetMGM.com and use the code JUNKIES100, JUNKIES100, to win $100 and you bet just $1 on any college football game and either team in that matchup scores a touchdown. Only at BetMGM. 
New customer offer, paid in free bets. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 or older, Washington, D.C. and Virginia only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Hello, Washington, D.C. Switching to GEICO is a good idea, especially when you consider everything. First off, GEICO makes it easy to switch, and you can contact your local agent for personalized assistance. But having a trusted insurer in your life could make you feel so secure that you'll want to do something dangerous like run through a cactus patch, and that never ends well. Well, if you switch to GEICO, you could save hundreds on car insurance, and you could keep saving by bundling your motorcycle, boat, and RV, plus your home or renter's insurance. But saving money might make you want to giggle gleefully, and when your mouth's open, a stray acorn could fall in there. It happens a lot, actually. Well, they do have an industry-leading mobile app you can use to pay your bill, file and manage a claim, or add a new driver. And they offer discounts to military and federal employees. And that might make you so happy that you start whistling all the time. Who likes whistling? Name one person. Well, GEICO is the largest car insurer in the area and has been saving people money for 85 years. It's hard to beat that. But you're right. Switch to GEICO. It's obviously a good idea. This Saturday, while you watch the game at home, we're watching The Grill at Jersey Mike's. Order through the Jersey Mike's app for free delivery on Saturdays. Unless you're going to miss hearing this. Jersey Mike's. A sub above. Hey, it's Bish for FanDuel. The NFL is back, and FanDuel Sportsbook is celebrating with 40 to 1 odds on any week one game. Who doesn't want to win 200 bucks on a $5 bet? Those are great odds. This is no Hail Mary. It's that simple. New customers get 40 to 1 odds when you place your first wager. FanDuel is sports betting made simple. The app is so easy to use and navigate. Plus, when you win, you'll get paid in as little as 24 hours. Week one's going to be great. Kind of like Jacksonville on the road, laying three at Houston. They're the number one rated sportsbook app in America. Easy to use, and they offer some fast payouts as well. See for yourself why FanDuel is America's number one sportsbook. They're always hooking you up with exclusive odds boosts, great promos, and so much more. Just sign up with my promo code BISH and you could win 200 bucks on a $5 bet. That's promo code BISH, exclusively on the FanDuel Sportsbook app. FanDuel Sportsbook is the official partner of 106.7 The Fan. You must be 21 and present in Virginia. New users only. $10 first deposits required. You must wager in designated offer market. Your max bonus is 200. Restrictions apply. See full terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In this market, you'll find Fisher Investments is different than other money managers. Fisher is different? How? Don't you just ride the wave? Nope. We actively manage client portfolios based on our forward-looking views of the market. In times like these, we understand that clients want proactive communication and guidance. You don't just provide cookie-cutter portfolios? No. We get to know our clients so we can tailor their portfolios to their specific goals and needs. We even offer resources on Social Security, Medicare, tax efficiency, and more. Our primary goal is to help them achieve a comfortable retirement. But you still sell investments that generate high commissions, right? No, we don't sell commission products. Fisher Investments is a fiduciary, the highest standard for a financial advisor. It means we're there for our clients and always put their interests first. So when do you make more money? Only when your clients make more money? Yep. Our fees are transparent, structured so we do better when our clients do better. Visit FisherInvestments.com to find out why investors like you are switching to us. Fisher Investments. Clearly different money management. Investing in securities involves the risk of loss. Scary Terry talks exclusively on 106.7 The Fan all season long. Deep down the middle. He's got McLaurin. That's a first down out there midfield. Terry McLaurin makes the catch. First down, Washington. Listen for Terry McLaurin every Monday afternoon at 4 with Grant and Danny. McLaurin winds up from the 32. First down and more. Terry McLaurin touchdown. Only on your number one source for the Burgundy and Gold. Sports Radio. 
1067, The Fan. Presented by Main Street Bank. Bank where you breathe. Get in the zone. Hey guys, Grant Paulson. AutoZone has more ways for you to start your job your way. That means getting what you need fast. Some jobs can't wait. That's why AutoZone offers free same-day store pickup. You can order online and pick it up today at more than 5,800 AutoZone locations. And if you don't feel like leaving the car when you're at the store, just order with their free curbside pickup. Free next-day delivery is available. Visit AutoZone.com today. Start your job fast. Get in the zone. AutoZone. Staples Connect has everything for back to school at amazing prices. Right now, Crayola 12-count colored pencils and 10 plus 2 Crayola marker bonus packs and Staples 2-pack scissors are just 97 cents each. So your student won't just be ready for school. There'll be tons of drawings to hang on the fridge ready. We're going to need a bigger refrigerator. Visit your local Staples store or staples.com slash back to school today and get more than ready for school. Ends 918. Limit 30 on Crayola. Limit 6 on scissors. Creamy nut butter makes it delightfully sweet. Roasted nuts make it perfectly salty. Get two great tastes in one delicious bar. Enjoy a Nature Valley sweet and salty nut bar today. Pro football season's here, and pro roofers save valuable time with Beacon Pro Plus. Beacon Pro Plus works 24-7 for material ordering, order history, and automated promotion tracking, so you can get your favorite GAF roofing products even when working remotely. And now, order on Beacon Pro Plus and get a $175 gift card and a chance for a VIP pro football getaway. Gear up and raise your game with Beacon Pro Plus today. Build, score, and win at BECN.com. It's the Sports Junkies on 106.7 The Fan. Are you okay with that? Seriously? Yeah. Sports Talk it is. And the Odyssey app. Why? Why? If you have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. 
Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. All right, it is uh, the Sports Junkie Show. Mine is the Sports Junkie. Scott Jackson with you for about another half hour or so. Until we hand it over. Thanks to Ben Stedding, the Athletic DC. I just see the uh, Washington football team announcing just a minute ago. They've signed Jonathan Williams back. He was in camp with a running back. Played pretty well. He's played some NFL games. Um, and quite frankly, I mean, he was more productive than, than Peyton Barber in the games that he played. Um, he's on the practice squad now, so they have another running back to add to that reserve, if you will, uh, along with Barber, uh, behind the three guys they have on the roster, McKissick, obviously, uh, is behind Gibson, followed by Jared Patterson. And um, I'm with Ben, If, as I said earlier, if anything were to happen to Gibson for the long term, I think Patterson's your future back at that point. Uh, but anyway, Jonathan Williams, yeah, he's, you know, he's had some, uh, he's actually had some NFL experience, still relatively young. You know, I mean, all the running backs, you can't be considered young if you're in your 20s. He's like 27, and a whole lot of wear and tear. So the guy that they could plug and play if they needed to. So anyway, they've uh, added him to their running back room. All right. So there's already stories about <laughs> already, already stories about um, the fact that this team has had um, – that this league is, is, you know, could be in for a rude awakening with with COVID this year, but the NFL, and you had the Cowboys with a bunch of uh, positives, including you know starting guard Zach Martin. Now there's a story that just came out: the Dolphins now have their starting left tackle Austin Jackson and tight end Adam Shaheen on the COVID injured list. Uh, and again, we're heading to Week One, and the concern is they had kind of a mini bye week this week, except for Dallas and Tampa, obviously, who have to play Thursday. But everybody else had Labor Day weekend, you know, the first part of Labor Day weekend off. And they're concerned these a lot of these younger players, in particular, went back to their colleges, um, went back to um, you know, went back to these you know gatherings, you know, tailgates, etc. And you saw that obviously, if you watch college football, that we can help a lot of people getting together again, and. You know, there's just the concern they're going to come back because they all get tested today to start off a week that uh, these things could be a problem. So might be the first of a few of these today with this uh, story with the Dolphins to uh, keep your eyes on in terms of uh, what they have and, and the positives out there. You hope not, but kind of wait and see. You got to hold your breath at all times with this stuff now. I mean, Tom Brady, you know, I don't think he said this just to get clicks. I mean, in the interview he did, he thinks that this year could be more challenging than last year in terms of uh, the COVID stuff and players being available, players not being available. 
week to week. Of course, it's easier for a vaccinated guy to get cleared than a non-vaccinated guy. Um, but it's still, with what we've learned about Delta, still have a lot of breakthrough positives. So it does. It, it may not matter. May not matter at this point. But you can get back quicker. That's for sure. But you're going to, you know, now they're going to ramp up testing for vaccinated players as well weekly. An effort, obviously, to stop these outbreaks, which you've, you seem to have league-wide from time to time. I mean, fortunately, you know, for this Washington team so far, knock on wood, they've seemed to have limited the damages with what's going on. Uh, they had a few early in camp. Uh, since then, uh, not so much. So they've been able to uh, to be all right there in terms of what they've uh, – what they've had, and last year, obviously, they just had really one situation. I think it was when Ioannidis was on the IR, so it wasn't even any active players. But that's a real thing, and it's you know you got to weigh this stuff each week. You know, you got to just—I'm sure all these teams on Mondays are a little nervous. You know, and to think about—I mean, what and what Urban Meyer said was—you know—again, I get it. People don't like Urban Meyer. That's fine. I mean, I'm not a real big fan of his either, but I understand why people are a little bit freaked out about uh, what he said. Because it's, you know, look, you know, that you don't have to be, but this is the way the coaches think, man. They try to take out all the other things, right? I mean, they try to take out all the other concerns. They try to, they try to make sure you're available. They're weird like that. Not really. If your livelihood depends on people – you know, you're, it's a dependent job. You know, you can have all the great game planning. You, you can have the players, and you want guys that are going to be available. And it's bad enough you get injuries, but something like this that they see is somewhat preventable, or at least you, there is a step you can take to make it easier on you yourself, and you're not doing that. I could understand why, if it was versus this guy on a on a situation, why you might go with a guy who had already had already been vaccinated. I, I could completely understand that, and he's not alone for saying that. And, you know, this is what happens when the NFL won't say you have to do it. I mean, there's other jobs that are telling you you have to do it. Or you don't get to come back. you got to stay in the virtual sphere otherwise or get tested daily. So I get it. I mean, but I think people just want to pounce on him. And the, What's the PA going to do? They're going to investigate it. What are they going to do? Like put up some mind-reading stuff to see if he cut one of these guys because of that. How are they going to prove who he cut and why he cut him? It's absurd. It's not, they're not getting anywhere with that. Should note too, by the way, on the on the Washington front, Jonathan Williams. I forgot that Peyton Barber shockingly got picked up by the Raiders. Um, yeah, enjoy that. <laughs> he was signed by the Raiders last week. I mean, I, look, I, nothing against the guy. He was, seems like a pro's pro. Did a nice job in short yardage, but I mean, the idea that anybody was arguing over whether or not Peyton Barber was going to still be in this roster, like it was life or death, was pretty funny. <laughs> I mean, you know, I mean, he lost weight and didn't seem to actually get any quicker. I mean, you know, there's such a big deal made about that. So anyway, and he's, he's okay, but you know, he was not going to be the guy they were going to hand the football to if something happened to, uh, to Gibson, as we saw last year, he, he could not be relied upon to do that. It's not that he don't have it. I mean, at one point he did, but he doesn't have that step anymore or burst or whatever it is. It's just, you know, it happens. Linebackers. I mean, running backs, excuse me, they age. Linebackers do too. But running backs, I mean, it happens all the time. They fall off a cliff. He just, he just didn't have it. 
anymore. And it wasn't like he was just this overwhelming special teams guy. And I know they liked him and they liked a lot of the stuff he does, but, you know, at the same time, you can't, uh, you know, you couldn't hold up that roster spot for Patterson. They didn't, which was a smart move. Because there was no way that that guy was going to stick on a practice squad too long. So they bring Jonathan Williams back, who was actually better than Peyton Barber in the preseason. Go figure how that works. Go figure how that one works. But anyway, get back to the Urban Meyer COVID thing and the whatever controversy you want to call it, that, whatever. Um, yeah, that, that's not going anywhere. That that type of investigation, there's no paper trail. They're, they're not going to get anywhere with that. And he just said what was on his mind. Shame on him. He'll never do it again. He'll be less helpful down the road because of the shaming. <laughs> he'll, be, he'll just be even worse because of that. Now, look, there is an art to how Bill Belichick talks to uh, to the media, right? I mean, there is an art to it. But it's, you know, it's not the most fun thing in the world, I'm sure, if you actually cover the team. It's hilarious if you have no stake in the game. I mean, it is flat-out hilarious. And I don't think Belichick's mean. He's just like, he's not going to do anything. Like, where I think Greg Popovich can be kind of a mean SOB sometimes. It's like, I don't like watching him do those interviews between the quarters it's like all right we get it you don't want to do this you think it's stupid that's fine but you knew you were going to have to do it so i mean at least mike shashevsky had the courtesy to send his assistant out because he didn't want to do it do that i want you here just sabotaging this thing for two minutes anyway but yeah belichick you know they were trying to get him in on this whole cam thing you know like saying that hey did the missing the time you know cost him his roster spot to mac jones you know, over that five day period or whatever it ended up being, and you know, he wasn't gonna he wasn't gonna say anything to confirm that. All it sure seems that way. I mean, it certainly seemed that way. Although the, the reports of Mac Jones are pretty good going into that last week, and you, the, the results are pretty good. What you saw with him on preseason, but I mean, at the same time, Cam actually was. I was after watching the Eagles game. I was like, wow. I mean. I was like, damn, that's that's old Cam Newton there. That looks not old Cam Newton, but like the Cam Newton of old. But I I, could, I don't know. I always got the feeling. I said to people, I said, look, if, if Belichick wants to go with a kid, he's just going to go with a kid. He's not going to keep Cam Newton around to back him up. Because this guy wants to be a starter. He's going he's gonna to let him go. He's going to go youth, and that's the way he's going to roll with it. And that's exactly how it played out. But, yeah, I mean, you're not going to see Belichick admit in a press conference at any time. Hey, you know when – you know, when Mac really turned our eyes that five days, we knew he could take over and we had to cut Cam because, you know, plus we can't rely on Cam because he won't get vaccinated. I mean, that wasn't going to happen. That was not going to happen. All right. Um, coming up, we'll uh, put the finishing touches on this one before we get out of here. 10 o'clock, Wes McElroy be with you uh, here on uh, 106.7 The Fan. Scott Jackson in on the Sports Junkies on 106.7 The Fan. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. 
from the launcher online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all in one e commerce platform to their in person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. All right, welcome back. Sports Junkies, final uh, segment. Scott Jackson here with you. Wes McElroy here um, on 106.7, coming at the top of the hour. Coming to you live from Richmond. All right, um, by the way, just heard from my buddy Scott Abraham. Thanks for listening, pal. Um, Channel 7 Sports, of course. ABC 7 Sports. Um, a avid tennis fan, too, by the way. Um, we're just texting about our disappointment that... DC's own Francis Tiafa was unable to make it through last night. Tough, tough match for him, but uh, some great quotes for him after the match, post match. Um, kids aggressive, quote, gets it. I hate to use that phrase, but <laughs> but I just, uh, damn it. I fell into the trap, but he does. He understands uh, what's at stake. He's competitive as hell, knows how to play to the crowd. Um, you know, I would think he's somebody that is easy for sponsors to get behind. Uh, he's trying extra hard without the the goats playing right now, Federer and Nadal. Of course, the problem is for all these guys, the other goat is playing right now, the guy who's actually ahead of them. And it's going to push ahead of them eventually, whether it happens this weekend or not. And it's interesting because there are a lot of people rooting against Djokovic. I mean, look, he's done enough stuff to piss people off over the years. I get it. But, I mean, he's a you know few wins away from winning a calendar slam, 21st major. And tonight, you know, when he takes the court, everybody's going to be rooting for Jensen Brooksby that's in the stadium outside of like his family. 
and friends because they don't they don't like this guy and you know he's also playing playing in the United States so he's going to catch a lot of crap for it but yeah it was um Tiafo says um last night about those guys being out he goes guys are hungry and it's a Guys are pushing because there's an effing opening. <laughs> like, I got an effing push. Because <laughs> uh, you don't have Roger and Rafa. He's right. You got to push and you, you got to keep going. But again, there's some other really good ones out too. A lot of young, a lot of young players. Open has been bonkers. A lot of upsets. A lot of upsets. You'd like to see some of these Americans make it through, though, to kind of prop up the game in this country again. The way it used to be. It's weird. Three great goats of all time and people are just like yeah it's okay not really into it it's 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 wild all right um a couple more things before we get out of here on the uh, the football team of course this week will i would imagine by you know i don't know like 12 one o'clock whenever uh, practice wraps up they'll have some sort of uh report on whether or not curtis samuel practice i, I think ben encapsulized it well earlier i, I was thinking wednesday but really when you think about it, if he isn't doing anything with – if he's listed as a non-participant with uh, team drills today, you probably scratch him off your list for this weekend. So fantasy football players, keep that in mind. You probably think that he's he's not going to be able to go. And, you know, and again, I, weighing in, what a big deal it is that he didn't play at all in the preseason. He hasn't really caught any balls from Ryan Fitzpatrick in live action, how big of a deal that is. I mean, even if he knows Scott Turner's offense – you know, it, it's got to have some impact, right? I mean, it's got to be, you know, these guys have to work out things together. I guess they can do that in meetings and they can talk to each other about, like, you know, cues and that kind of stuff. But until you do it in practice, you know, in, when I mean in practice, like not just practice but in games as well, it's hard to kind of develop that type of chemistry that he has, you know, perhaps developed with a guy like Adam Humphreys who played years ago or a guy like certainly Logan Thomas and Terry McLaurin who – see him tend to go to when you're out of practice. Same with, um, you know, the games, the little bit of game action they had in the preseason. He seemed comfortable going with those guys. So and they should be because they're two of the better players. So it makes sense. But I, I think that once, you know, what, the main thing you want with the Samuel situation is when he is back on, you want to be back on for good. You just don't want any setbacks. And that's why I kind of appreciate – the slow and steady approach with it. And yes, it's concerning because again, groin injuries can stick around with you. However, um, it's, I, I hate it when teams get the big rush to ramp a guy up for, you know, week one or, or a game when you gotta, you gotta think about the long play here too. I mean, you gotta, you gotta look at it that way. And, you know, they're very confident in what they have with him, you know, they knew who they were, you know, they knew who they were getting, and they signed up for three years. I mean, it's a three-year deal. And, yeah, it sucks. if you, You'd like him to play every game over the three years, but if he's got to miss some to make sure he's ready for the bulk of the season, so be it. I mean, that's why you have depth. That's why you kept seven receivers in your roster, I would imagine. And you think a bunch of those guys, you know. There's other ways to move the football. It doesn't always have to go to Curtis Samuel. So, although it will be disappointing, it's, again, nothing they haven't dealt with before because – they haven't had him because <laughs> he hasn't been on the field with them. So it's hard to miss something that you haven't had. But, you know, that's that's how it works. It's an unforgiving business. 
it was just, you know, trains keep going, man, on time, whether, whether you're part of it or not. It's just like, all right, sorry you're hurt, but we got to keep playing. So that's what's going to happen. Uh, I did see today, I want to mention, John Wall is 31 years old today. Wow. 31. He doesn't seem – it seems like he's – couldn't be that old. But, I, yeah, I mean, he's played – yeah. Seems wild. Unfortunate for him is uh, the injuries. I mean, he, he's a lot older than a 31-year-old, unfortunately, in terms of basketball life with all the wear and tear and all the injuries and all that stuff. But, wow, 31 years old John Wall today. Seems like yesterday they rolled out the red carpet. I'm going fast. Really did. So be interested to see what kind of season he has this year, assuming he's, he's well. I was kind of amusing a few weeks ago when it's been, I guess, a month ago. People were uh, trying to uh, sell us on the idea of bringing him back here. <laughs> no, that's not happening. But hey, it was a nice thought while it lasted. All right, uh, let me finish off some tweets. Uh, my man Anthony, top of the morning to you as well, sir. Uh, Corey said I was cold for me too early in the morning taking shots at Peyton Barber. I wasn't taking shots, and I was just said it was kind of ridiculous that people thought that there was any decision to be made. I mean, dude, Patterson was so much better. It wasn't even funny. I mean, the idea that they had to have Barber for, like, the one-yard situations is so ridiculous. My man Mark saying, did Cam get cut for this Mac Jones guy? Wow, I never saw that coming. Yeah, he'd been texting me about that for a while, yeah, or, or uh, tweeting me about that. No, I mean, of course he got cut for him. And you can see Belichick doing that. It's just the way he is. I mean, I don't, it doesn't surprise me. And it is interesting to see, you know, Cam, who is healthy, not getting a sniff right now, you know. People are saying, "Well, can he be a backup quarterback?" This, that, and the other. I, I think some of it is with these veterans; they like to wait until the rosters get reset and injuries happen. But I mean, you could go worse places than him for your backup or your. Oh my God, we got who we're going to start this week? Um, moving down the road, I mean, he should find work. Will he? I don't know. We'll see. But he 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 still got he's still got something left. But you got to play, you got to play to his strengths for sure. Which the Patriots did a pretty nice job of last year. All right, that's going to do it for us. Hey, thanks to uh, Cody for producing it. Thanks to Ben Standig, uh, also Patrick Stevens, my man Dave Leno, Scott Jackson saying so long. Sports Junkies back with you tomorrow here on 106.7 The Fan. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix and Rhode Island. Jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance but hurry in these deals won't last add more joy to your journey at the hyundai getaway sales event 
Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.